This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katze. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. To A's manager, it's time for the manager show with Mark Kotze, presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. It's time now for the Mark Kotze show right here on A's Cast Live, brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their location, Albany and Berkeley. Or you go online, nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep for your mattress, your pillows, your sheets, you name it. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order, nestbedding.com. Mark Kotze, there you are in the Pacific Northwest. How are you? I'm great, Tony. Sitting here in the office, uh, just getting ready to prepare for tonight's game. Well, you know, it's there is an art to traveling in professional sports, especially in baseball. I've been able to do it in baseball and in football. And just, I don't think a lot of people realize, you had a night game last night. They don't play getaway days in Anaheim. They don't do it during the daytime. They make you leave at night, and next thing you know, you're getting up to Seattle late. What is that like, and what is the key for the players who get in late, you don't get a lot of sleep, but then you got to be raring to go tonight? Yeah, you know, uh, leaving Anaheim last night, uh, you know, we took off from LAX uh, because the Orange County Airport, Long Beach airports that are closer uh, were shut down for curfew. So wheels up about 1230, uh, wheels down here in Seattle at uh, 230. And then, of course, you know, five freeway uh, shut down off ramps, uh, detours (laughs) and arrival at like 315 to the hotel. So. Um, you know, from that standpoint, uh, understanding that it's it was a long travel night, a long day in itself. Uh, you know, we give them a little bit more recovery time, a little bit more time to sleep uh, today. So we'll, we won't do batting practice. Uh, guys will come in later and prepare in the cage um, to hope, hopefully, you know, just allow them to, to get a, that extra, uh, you know, hour of, of rest or so. You know, it's just in my nature. I would love to play spoiler. I would love to look over at the other side and go, yeah, I'm going to do you wrong today. I dig that kind of stuff. Do you guys have that mentality right now when you're taking on the Mariners? Because, you know, they're trying to make it to the playoffs for the first time since the year I got married, which was a long time ago since they've been in the postseason. Wouldn't it be nice to walk out of there and they haven't clinched anything? Yeah, it really would be. I mean, there's a, there's a certain level of pride that goes into that, right, that uh, you, you want to keep uh, a team in your division from, from celebrating uh, what we all hope for uh, going forward in our future is to, to get a playoff opportunity. And so, you know, this team, um, you know, Seattle, we've seen uh, because they're in our division over the last two years, uh, the success they've had against us, uh, the growth that they've had from some of their younger, talented players, uh, and, you know, ultimately tonight uh, we're going to go out there and, and, you know, 
prepare to win a game, prepare to keep them from, like you said, uh, popping champagne for the first time in, uh, in several years for this organization. I look at some of the guys you got going right now that I, I'm, I'm excited about. We talked about Jordan Diaz, guys hitting in double-A, guys hitting in triple-A. I don't care how old he is. Don't tell me his birthday. Tell me what he's hitting. And all he's done is come up and hit for you. What have you seen and what do you expect? Yeah, he has hit, that's for sure. And, um, you know, the expectation level, um, really, I'm not putting anything on this young player um, tonight. Uh, you know, Sean Murphy will be off with, with the late night, the arrival. Uh, he's out of the lineup. And Jordan Diaz is the option to, to stick in the three-hole. Um, you know, a young player, like you said, don't look at the age. But, um, you know, look at his abilities. And really the bat is, is kind of carried him here. Uh, but we're actually excited, Tony, about uh, the, some of the defensive things that we've seen and the growth just in the short time that we've had him up here. Eric Martins, uh, our infield coach, has done an amazing job this year with, with some of these younger players. Um, you know, it may not be reflective in the uh, run saved category, um, you know, but in terms of just the, the efficiency and uh, of, of their work and the growth that we've seen, in incremental progress of the development side, um, from from a Nick Allen, even you know, uh, from uh, uh, Vanille Machine. So and now Jordan Diaz. Um, this is going to be a huge comp, and it may be a comp that uh, you know doesn't doesn't you know Jordan doesn't get to. But um, you know, this kid's got some likings of a, of a of a Jose Altuve. Now that's a the highest of high ceilings, right? But there's some more athleticism in there that we can pull out of this kid. He's got a little bit of a baby type body um, that we think we can transform and, uh, and lean him out. And, and he's strong. This kid's strong. He, he hits the ball with authority. His BPs are impressive, uh, you know, next to the likes of, of watching, um, you know, Garcia take BP. So uh, it's, 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 it's exciting to have a kid like that right now and, and, and getting a chance to watch him play. Yeah, that's uh, that's some high praise there, but you love it because that's what this team needs is offense. And another guy I want to address with you, and I just watching him play, his body reminds me of a guy that you remember, Brian Giles, and that's Connor Capel. He reminds me kind of that build. And I think about his swing, kind of a flatter swing, stays through the zone. We've seen him be able to pull it. We've been able to see him flip it uh, to the left side, doesn't strike out a lot. And I'm just, I've been kind of doing a deep dive on your offense and what you're going to look like for the next couple of years because in 2018, 2019, the Athletics were one of the top teams hitting home runs. Obviously, the home run numbers were a lot different. You know, we weren't putting balls in humidors, the ball was jumping. Home run net difference, I mean, this year with all teams, way down. So more contact, less strikeouts. Is Connor Cable kind of, I mean, it's an early to see, but kind of the guy you're looking forward to the next couple of years of how you're going to generate your offense, a player like this? Yeah, again, so kind of two-part question, right? Connor Cable in itself, um, you know, we were fortunate to grab him off waivers from the Cardinals a uh, 25-year-old left-handed hitter that, as you talk about Giles' comparison, I talk about even myself. Um, Whoa! You know, similarities in terms of just his bat-to-ball skill, like you talk about. Yeah. He's not a high strikeout guy. Uh, I think St. Louis, uh, they've, they kind of have that in their development system. Um, they emphasize, you know, putting the baseball in play as opposed to swinging and, uh, and, and slugging. Um, they have a balance to that, though, obviously. 
But for Connor, um, yeah, I mean, last night, you know, that at bat he took in the eighth inning is a direct reflection of, of his abilities to put the ball in play uh, against Otani at a point where we were really not having much success. And he grinds out in that bat, hits the ball the other way. And uh, and then Dermis gets a hit and we've got something going. So, um, yeah, I think the transition in the game right now with like you talked about the style of offenses, there's a contrast right now. Cleveland Indians, look at their slug. Uh, they got, you know, two really good hitters in that lineup um, in, in Jose Ramirez and uh, the Jimenez kid. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they put the ball in play and they hit and run and they bunt. So and they're in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, that's something to be said uh, in terms of you know this game and, and where it may be headed. You know, you look at a lot of pitching around the game and because we haven't had September call ups, you see a lot of staffs and you see a lot of teams that unfortunately, and we're going to do a deep dive in the offseason about this because there's a lot of teams falling flat on their face as they're heading to the deadline right now. It's been a rough September for quite a few teams. I think your guys a little bit pitching are on gas. How do, what are you guys trying to do, you and Emo, trying to do to get these guys across the line? Guys who are pitching more than they've ever pitched before in their careers. Yeah, you know, and the demand, the rigor of, of pitching at the major league level is is – it's night and day from what it is pitching, you know, in the minor leagues. And even as much as you can prepare these guys from an inning standpoint, the stress level is is so much higher uh, at the major league level day in and day out. And and you're right. We are seeing some fatigue. We're seeing some of these younger guys um, really laboring through some of their performances. Um, and they know it. And they're digging. They're digging deep right now to, to finish this thing. Which I which I love and appreciate, and and they'll learn from this. You know, they'll learn that the the work they need to put in uh, has to change or it has to intensify uh, this off season so that they can better prepare themselves for for the rigors of, of a major league season. And we're doing you know things to help them right now and talking to them. We're gonna, we're having exit year or exit meetings with all the players, uh, you know, and and addressing some of these off season uh, things that that we feel will benefit them. Um, prior to them coming into spring training and their opportunity uh, to you know, make a staff here and, uh, and pitch in the big leagues again. You know, I think about your experience, your bench coach experience, Brad Osmus, the two of you, the amount of years that you had in Major League Baseball is amazing. And this last week or so, you got to face the best the Mariners have. You got to face the best that the Mets have. You got Shoei last night. He's on a roll. Now it's back to facing these guys with, with the Mariners. You know, how big is this from a learning curve standpoint for your younger players to play against the best in the game? No, it, it, you know, it's great in one aspect that they're being challenged, for sure. They're going up against the best. Um, the backside of that is, you know, if there's lack of success, you worry about what it does for their confidence. You know, you worry about how it impacts uh, their mindsets. But there's no question you you, you want to go against the best. You want to beat the best, which we've had some success in that. Um, you know, beating DeGrom last Saturday was a highlight for this club. Um, you know, and, and yet we're still here with an opportunity to, as you talk about, be a spoiler uh, against this Seattle ball club to hold their celebrations off uh, this weekend. And, and we're going to have to do it against three really quality starters, uh, you know, and Robbie Ray and Castillo and, and uh, tonight starter Kirby. So uh, we got our work cut out for us. And, uh, you know, and again, we probably will get 
you know, Shohei on the last day of the season. Yeah. Well, uh, let's end on this as we're at the Athletic Club here in downtown Oakland. And when we air this, right now they're not open yet, but when we air this, a lot of A's fans are going to be here. It's a watch party to watch this a Friday night to celebrate uh, the season and to celebrate the fans and our great fans for turning out this year. Just if you could give them a message, A's fans, to tell them how much you guys have grinded and you've done everything you can to put your best foot forward in this season for these fans. Yeah, no, first and foremost, I can't thank the fans that have come that uh, are the diehards, the, the, the fans that have shown us the support throughout this season. These 81 home games that they show up for uh, mean something to this club. And all these guys, whether it was, you know, the, the older guys or the younger guys, um, you know, really appreciate uh, what it means to have the A on their chest as much as the fans do. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to to grind these last six days to try to finish this season on a successful note, even though as a whole, in terms of win losses, uh, it, it's, it's obviously, uh, uh, there's a bad taste in all of our mouths, uh, from that standpoint, but, uh, we will continue to get better. We will continue to prepare and go into this offset off season with this mindset that, uh, we we're going to identify our areas of weakness and we're going to get better. Well, I wish I could buy you a drink. If you're here, I'd pick up your tab. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. And it's been great this year. I really appreciate this uh, opportunity to just get my message out, get our message out, talk about our ball club in this environment, uh, share the things, the, 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 you know, the intricacies that go on on a daily basis with our fan base. Uh, it's been great. So I really I want to thank you for this time. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll see you. It's not completely over yet. Three more at home, and uh, it's going to be special. So good luck these three games in Seattle, and we'll see you next week. All right, Tony. Take care, bud. Thanks. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.